Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Howard J. Dingers. And this is Three Count Review. Welcome to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live Review. Do I have everybody's attention now? Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J. D. I'm free! <laughs> Woo! I took my last final! It feels great! More. <laughs> like it, ev- Everything oh feels Hi. great right now. No, I like it, so, oh my god, it feels amazing. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm happy. You're done wow. with college. I am somewhat done with college. Yes, it feels amazing. Woo. I have one more final. Yikes. <laughs> but I had a final this morning. I feel really good about it because it was an open laptop exam. Never had huh? that before. Yeah. Kate's, it was, it was open book, open notes, and open laptop. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a gimme. Me and Taylor were sitting there like... The ultimate goal right now is to type in the first question and find a Quizlet page. <laughs> Didn't happen, uh, but still, I still feel I still good. I, ugh, I feel good about it too. I hope so. I feel got, really good about it. Open freaking yeah. everything. So, uh, yeah. So I and then I had to finish my ten-page paper, which I did yesterday and today, but I did finish it. Mm-hmm. So I'm done with that. Hopefully, do good on that, and then I have an exam tomorrow. But then I'm done. But yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be Sunday night. I'm excited for tomorrow because of our special guest who will be here tomorrow. I'll, I'll leave that as a surprise. Oh, yay. Um, but I'm excited for Sunday night because Sunday morning I have to not only pack up my house and load it into a trailer, I then have to drive three hours up north oh, and then unload the trailer. Oh, God, dude. <sighs> and now I found out after Money in the Bank, which is Sunday night. I have to wake up early Monday morning Why? and drive my step grandmother, yeah, huh? huh? Step grandma, okay, to the hospital oh. for a checkup on oh, Monday morning. Okay. Yeah, it's nothing bad, but okay, you can't just say drive to the hospital. No, all right. I was yeah. No, uh, Dad and Donna are both working, so I get to take the car though. I get to take the Equinox, so that's fine. Sure. But yeah, uh, she has to be there at eight in the morning, and it's an hour drive. So I have to wake up dead ass early after Money in the Bank. So that's awesome. But anyway, it is Money in the Bank. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, no review show today. I'll give you a simple. Okay, so here's the thing. Because I had that 10-page paper and that takes priority, I did not watch SmackDown yesterday. I will watch it. I just haven't watched it yet. So we're not doing a, a review show of it. I will say Monday Night Raw was actually surprisingly good this week. It was, it was w- honestly one of the best shows that that we've seen of the year. Which it doesn't Raw. really take much. One of the best Raws of the year, I should Which say. Which still doesn't really take much. No, it's a very low bar. But it, it was good. Uh, Cesaro versus Ray was fantastic. Um, the women's fatal four way as sloppy as it was, was actually pretty fun. And it was good to see Nikki cross get that win. Mm-hmm. Um, the Becky Lynch promo was good. Charlotte's promo was not Lacey was, eh, but Becky was good. <clears throat> um, what else did we have? Best, oh, best Baron Corbin match probably of all time. 
because he wrestled Ricochet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, get, I think I can confidently say that. Um, this is all to, off the top of my head. What was the oh, what was the main event? Oh, Sammy versus Braun. Fun match. Fun match. Great storytelling. Um, and Sammy won. And Sammy is now in the Money in the Bank match. And Braun is out, which I love. Because I was worried that they were going to give it to Strowman again. <laughs> and now... That is out of there. Although it'd be really funny to see him walk in, take the take the briefcase, and leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> they could do that with both matches. I don't think they obviously won't do it with both matches, but there is potential for that to happen in both matches. We'll get to that. But yes, Raw was good. I enjoy. Oh, Firefly Funhouse. Holy Yikes. shit! Holy shit! That was creepy. It was so good. Apparently, I don't remember the dude's name, but apparently Bray Wyatt is working with a like a. Uh, horror movie producer, mm-hmm. guy who worked on like Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, and who like works with the cot. Like the mask might the mask is his. Like he made the mask, and he's Ray been helping. No, no, no. The guy who's been producing these movies, mm-hmm. he's like a big. I don't. I can't remember what the, the guy's name is. I've heard him talked about on like uh, Russell Talk. They they brought it up a couple of times, but he's like a legitimate like famous horror movie director producer or something. And he's been helping Bray with all of these. So it's been the brainchild of Bray and this guy. And then he made this mask for Bray. And so is he wearing the mask like in the ring? Is that or is we it? We don't know yet. I'm ass- what I'm assuming because because like even I said when we watched it, like he was it was a, his whole attire looked like a like like a mix of Chucky and who, yeah. who else did I say? Oh Pennywise. Yeah, it, right. It looks like a uh, circus ringmaster. That's yeah, the it word. Does. The pants were like ringmaster pants and kind of like a jacket, and then he had a creepy ass mask my guess is that he has some sort of top on top of that and he's going to take the mask and the jacket off during matches that would be my guess he comes out with the mask i would assume i would assume he's getting new music probably (laughs) he comes out we're really glad that you're our friend that would be kind of amazing Because they just come out all skippy and happy with and that mask and bell stuff. R- and then bell rings, like a kind of Festus type of thing. Bell rings, and he just murders something. Right. <laughs> Not literally, obviously, because it's still PG. But, oh, that could be. I'm so excited for what Bray Wyatt. And now, I feel like they have to debut him now. I feel like that was the pinnacle of, of Firefly Funhouse right yeah. there. I don't think they can do anything else. There they really could. isn't. They could, I think. They could they pull could something ma- off. They could do it and then make it like it's all the whole... The happy theme song, and then it just goes straight up twisted the rest of the way. That could be great. But I think the timing is perfect between what just happened last week with that Firefly Funhouse, and now it's Money in the Bank now, and now the next show will be after Money in the Bank. I think then will be the perfect time to debut him, and honestly, send him in a feud of Samoa Joe, give him the U.S. title, or if they really want to do it, put so him in a Bray feud. So would Bray be a face here? Or do you make him a face? With, with this persona, he has to be a heel, I would, I would say. I would assume so, yes. But so I'm trying that, to think, I'm trying to think of heels that I'm just my 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 main point. E- even if it's Seth or AJ, put him in a title feud and give him a title. That was one of the main issues with Bray is they never really pushed him to that point. Even when he had the title, even was, when yeah he had it for what a month yep. after Chamber, and then they just and then he just dropped he it dropped to Randy it at Mania, at Mania with, yeah. with just a shit match. <laughs> that whole projector on the ring yeah. that was so bad they, they need to put a title on him now and solidify him as a guy and I'm i was trying to think of I some top faces who don't have anything to do with well that's the thing the program, yeah. not only do we not know what brand he's on 
But also, he can go on any brand because of the, the wild, wild card, card rule. Which I will admit, I'm enjoying. Yeah. Especially on SmackDown. So I did watch, I don't know, the the, the first 20, 20 to 30 what minutes happened? of SmackDown. I'll read the recap. And they, they were doing a fatal four-way of the SmackDown Money in the Bank participants. Yeah. Like they did for the women's, but it was for the men on SmackDown. And after the match, Andrade... Andrade won, and he was climbing the ladder, and Ricochet came out as part of the wild card, and he went up, knocked off Andrade, and then climbed up and grabbed the case. That is a perfect use of the wild card because Mm -hmm. it's it's a cross-brand feud that's happening. I don't know how much that is actually going to happen, but I think they can now. That opens up that possibility. But it was a surprise moment. It wasn't for a match. It was just a surprise moment where he came out and he did something cool. I think that's the perfect use of it. Um, I think they're using it very well recently. Well, recently, I should say. It's two weeks old. But this week, I think they used it very well. I have high hopes for it. But anyway, Raw was good. I don't know about SmackDown for the little bit that I saw that it was good. Um, I know that at the end of it, I saw – I didn't see, but I saw spoilers um, that Sami Zayn came over and helped uh, Kevin Owens beat up Kofi. So that's interesting. That could be – you know. Do one of them help the other one win their match? Right. That could be, you know, Sammy with the briefcase or Kevin with the title. There's a lot of interesting things that could happen with that. I love it. I, I love what's happening right now, and I'm very excited for Money in the Bank. Um, after we do our predictions, we are going to touch briefly on the AEW TV deal. But before we do that, let's talk about WWE Money in the Bank. Ready? Yeah. First match, we're going to go in order of – we're going to go top to bottom. I want to talk about the – bigger matches first because then those are the matches that people are interested in so if you're not really interested in those other matches towards the end you can kind of click off if you want to i don't mind uh you won't hurt my feelings (laughs) so we'll talk about the big matches first and kind of go top to bottom this is the order that wikipedia has them in and it seemed like a decent order so let's talk becky lynch versus lacey evans for the raw women's championship who do you have in this one? They literally announced that Becky Lynch has a WWE 24 special coming on after <laughs> Money in the Bank. Is it after Money in the Bank? Yep. We all know how this one ends. Becky. All right. That's your reasoning is the 24? 24, and they 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 made it so so obvious on Raw. That's fair. I, Be- okay. Becky wins, and they're gonna capitalize off this, especially now that the, that the new power couple in pro wrestling between her and they they are going to drive a stake through this. They are gonna ride it home. I'm okay with that. You think I'm you think I'm not okay with it? I, think I love, love it. it. So Becky, and before yeah. you even ask me about the the Charlotte match, Becky, go ahead and throw <laughs> it in. I'm doing it right now. Um. Yeah, so I get, we can kind of talk about these two matches together, even though I didn't put them together. Um, yeah, I, here's my thinking. They, it depends on how they schedule it. If they schedule Lacey first and then Charlotte, I don't know how you have Becky beat Charlotte clean. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be clean. What needs to happen... You do Becky Charlotte at the beginning of the show, have it be a war, and have Becky squeak one out or win clean. That's fine. You put over clean. I don't think Charlotte will be damaged by that. 
And then you do Lacey versus Becky a little later, a couple matches in between, where Becky is a little bit beat up, maybe limping because Charlotte was targeting the leg for the figure four. And then that's when you have Becky still overcome a weaker, not a weaker, but a, a less experienced and not as good as Charlotte Lacey Evans. I, that's the only way that I can see them scheduling it. Mm-hmm. Also, they could do it where Becky beats Charlotte, and then later when Becky's facing Lacey, Charlotte can come out and try to cost her, right. end up you know with a DQ finish, where Be- because then you can protect Lacey, where you know Charlotte just attacks Becky and Becky retains via DQ. Um, <laughs> oh, Becky, duh. Yeah, <laughs> I I think as far as the here's the thing, there have been rumors. That there's been conflicting rumors. So at first there were rumors that WWE thinks Becky is stale, which is their own fault. But then all of a sudden last week rumors came out that I heard that that the last thing I saw was that Vince view, yeah. uh, views her as like the golden child. She is Con- the golden like, child right like now. Contrary apparently. to all prior other reports. Yeah, I think we I think we watched we watched the, the same Russell talk. We, we watched it that. together, and there the actual rumor is that Becky might even be main eventing WrestleMania again next year. So again, I think they have to protect her. I think the best way to take one of the belts off of her is through that Money in the Bank briefcase. We know eventually she's just going to be a mainstay on Raw because of her being with Seth now. Which, yeah, that was the report to begin with. Um, So I think that just confirms it. I don't know. Sorry if I'm making noises. I'm adjusting my mic. Um, But, yeah, I think the best way to take one of the belts off of her, keep keep having her do this where she's winning two matches a night. I love it. Mm -hmm. And then, But eventually, come SummerSlam or something, whoever has that briefcase can cash in on her. And that's the way to take the belt. After she's fought two big old matches at SummerSlam, have someone cash in and take the SmackDown belt. I yeah. think that's the perfect way to do it. So I'm going with Becky uh, against Lacey and most likely against Charlotte, too. But we'll get to that. Next, we have AJ Styles defending his WWE Universal Championship against... Did I say AJ Styles first? Yes. Damn it. Take two. Next, we have <laughs> Seth Rollins. Defending his WWE Universal Championship against the phenomenal AJ Styles. This is a first ever match in WWE. They did start showing video of, of them. And the I don't remember where it was. It was like it was some PWG or something like that. Yeah. It was some indie, it was small, some some small indie promotion. And Seth talked about how he looked up to AJ at this point or at that point in his career. But this is going to be a phenomenal match. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, I can't wait for this. This is a legit dream match that I've been waiting for uh, that everyone knew was going to happen eventually, but they straight shot it right away for Money in the Bank. Connor, who do you have and why? <sighs> Too soon to take it off of him, in my opinion, even though it's AJ Styles, Seth. I think I, I don't think I think you can have Seth drop it eventually to AJ, just not now. Right after he just came out swinging and slayed the beast. I know I do this to myself, and I fantasy book. Here's what I think's gonna happen. I in some way, Seth is going to retain, but within that retention, will come a AJ Styles heel turn alongside Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. They move them to Raw. AJ almost every week has mentioned something about Seth not having friends or himself having friends. Yep. They've hinted at it hard. AJ's been acting a little more heelish lately. 
I don't know if I'm being played, if I'm being worked here. I think we all might be getting. We if, might if be. This is a case we if it was just a big work that we all had. But May, I, I've it, noticed it too. And and you know what? Maybe it is. But, but I really think maybe. It would be great if they put the three of them together because the, the other two ain't got anything going yeah. on. Maybe Seth wins with a roll-up. Maybe Seth wins via count-out or something. And then AJ gets pissed and he'll turn at the end of the match and Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson come out and help. Something. I think AJ will win the Universal Championship. Just not now. I think eventually, with the help of the bro- the Good Brothers, he will win it, but not at Money in the Bank. I don't think. I'm gonna go. Jeez, I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins here. A Seth Rollins retention because that's how we pick. We walk. We pick who walks out champion. Seth Rollins. Uh, all right. So we have the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. So how are we gonna do this one? You get two picks. Two. The first pick is two points. The second pick is one point. So Connor. If you want, I can read off the participants once I pull this up. Okay, so we have, from SmackDown, we have Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Randy Orton. From Raw, we have Sami Zayn replacing er, Braun Strowman. I almost said Brock Lesnar. Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin. Who do you have and why? Um, I got Andrade because, okay. I mean, I was just very high on him anyway. And I felt like, I personally felt like he would have been a good candidate to win the the arm bar at, at Mania, but that was not, that was not to be. Who but, did win? Braun. Braun. But the thing, I was going to go, I was thinking about going Sami Zayn, but then I was, then I was just like, eh. I could see Braun interfering, even though I think uh, Braun's about to enter something with Drew. Because why not? Because why not? <clears throat> so, I think for this one, I'm going to go... I think for this, I think I need, I'm, I need a face and I need a heel for me, personally. Um, Fair enough. So, I'm actually going to go with a wild card here. And go Rick- Ricochet. Really? And then my heel is going to be Andrade. Who's your first pick? Who's your two-point pick? Uh, Andrade. Okay, just checking. Yeah, so, so I'll move that. Interesting. All right. I'm going to go Ricochet. But... I am also going Andrade. I'll give you a sleeper, though, who I think is a good okay. s- a sleeper that's not named Sami Zayn. Who? Ali. Mm, I disagree. I personally think Ali is the least likely to get it. What makes him a sleeper? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> technically, the definition of a sleeper. Um, no, I, 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 Ali would be the last person I pick. Um, Andrade seems, I think it fits the best. He's been losing a lot, except for obviously the win on Raw. But then he didn't grab the briefcase. I think that was pivotal. And also, we keep forgetting he has a Zelina Vega. Right. Also, I don't think Ricochet, because of what happened on SmackDown, where he did grab the briefcase. That's true. I don't, they normally don't let they, them do it. Which really is, don't. again, I don't think Alexa's going to win because she did that on Raw. I think Nikki Cross is going to turn on her. We'll talk about that. But anyway, I, I, I think Andrade fits this perfectly. He is 
You know, he's got the mouthpiece in Zelina Vega, who's just fantastic. He's the heel who can lose, but can put on great matches, and he can just pop in at any moment, hit that hammerlock DDT, mm-hmm. and just pick up the, the championship. And that's the thing I want more than anything in the world. Maybe not as much as Aleister Black, but I want to see that WWE championship over Andrade's shoulder. I really do. That just is Same. fantastic. Now, for my second pick. I've I've been struggling with that. I want to go Finn Balor, but I think I need to pick Raw or SmackDown or Raw and SmackDown to kind of even my odds. Because they're not going to give it to Randy. I don't think they're going to give it to Ali. Drew would be interesting, and I think he would fit it well. But I my rule with Money in the Bank, which they haven't done uh, in recent years, Money in the Bank is to give a title shot to someone who can't necessarily win the title in clean booking. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman can win the title anytime. He could beat he could have beat Brock Lesnar and I would have believed it if creative would have just committed. Exactly. Drew McIntyre is one of those guys where I believe he could go up against anyone and he can convincingly win. Mm-hmm. It's not an, not necessarily an upset. Like Andrade versus Kofi, I'm going to pick Kofi most of the time. Unless he cashes in. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm not going to go with Drew, even though I want to. I'm not going to go with Ricochet because of the reason. I really... Sami Zayn would fit really well. But I think Braun... I think Braun's going to come in and cost that. That's exactly... I was going to go Sami, but legitimately after that match on Monday, I was like, I got to toss Sami out the window I would love to pick Sami Zayn. But unfortunately, I'm gonna kick myself if Sammy does win it because I was so because I he was my raw guy. I don't want to do this, and by process of elimination, I think you know what I'm doing. My second pick is Baron Corbin. I don't want it to happen. I absolutely 100% do not want it to happen. But I would not be surprised if it does. No, because they've been shoving them down our throats, Roman like old old school Roman style. And they've said, they kept saying, like the report is from Russell Votes, is that they want to create a, a star with this. Why? Because they, they oh, because create a star in Corbin the, or no, no, no. They want to create a star with the Money in the Bank winner okay. because they felt like the last couple of years they haven't Corbin and. Uh, uh, Strowman. Well, I mean, Strowman was a star before the belt, right? I mean, but they just the briefcase. They they think that they know that they have failed to create stars over the past two years. So they really want to. Like they used to exactly. So they really want to go back to that this year. What a, does, what a concept, does right? Anyone else remember the freaking Dolph Ziggler moment? Oh, it's my favorite. But so I think, in some weird twisted way, they think they they love Corbin. And they think they can rectify, in, in, maybe in their heads, they can rectify what they did two years ago with Corbin. I don't know. Because then there's going to be that whole stigma if he has the briefcase. Oh, he's already cashed in and lost. And then he can eventually cash in and actually win. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to happen. I would much rather want to, I would much rather pick Sammy. But I'm going to go with Baron Corbin. I might change my pick for Sunday because we're not actually meeting up and it's just a non-title pick. But right. we'll see. Because I, I don't want to cheer for Baron Corbin. All right, women's Money in the Bank ladder match. We have, from Raw, Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, and Alexa Bliss versus the SmackDown participants in Bayley, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella. 
who do you have and why? Also, I just want to mention before, I think there is the possibility that Nikki Cross comes in and takes the briefcase. Just for the hell of it. Just because. Why not? I think it'd be fun. Come play with Nikki. Yeah, but anyway, all right, who do you have in this match? And why? I already know who my number one pick is. Who's that? Bailey. Okay. Bailey in the bank sounds beautiful. My second one. My second one. I got to think about this. I'll, I I mean, I'll jump As in. As a matter of fact, I already know who my okay. second one is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. Mandy. All right. I am also going Bailey. I think it just it, it makes the most sense. She yeah. needs she needs to win it. Um they need to rectify what they've done there for the last couple of years. And I think that that just it feels right. She needs to be at the top and giving her the briefcase solidifies the fact that she will be going on top yep. and, and she will eventually be the one to beat Becky. And I think that's perfect. Um cuz I mean hasn't Bailey never beaten Becky on the main roster? Becky had never beaten Bailey oh. up until like two weeks ago when they randomly just had her I thought win. That was, I thought that was the opposite. No, it was Becky had never beaten Bailey. Uh-huh. Yeah. My second pick, I think Nikki's going to come and cost Alexa. Dana's not going to win. Natalia, if Natalia wins, I quit Raw. <laughs> um, who are my other options? Naomi, I just don't see it. I think it's going to be on SmackDown. Because I think the SmackDown belt is going to be the one that comes off of Becky first. I don't see Carmella winning technically for a third time. I think it's way too early in the women's money in the bank history to have someone win a second briefcase. So it's not going to be Alexa. It's not going to be Carmella. It's not going to be, good God, who's even the other one in there? Ember Moon. Ember. I I would love to see Ember with it. So would I. She's like Sami Zayn for me. I would love to see her with it. I don't think she will. She's always been a background figure to them. It's not fair to her. Again, process of elimination. I think it's Mandy. I have two I have two theories with this. If it's Bailey that wins, it's because Sonya Deville costs Mandy. Right. If it's Mandy that wins, it's because Sonya helps her win. Here's my thinking. Sonya gave up her basically handed Mandy a spot in the match. They were like there can only be only one of us can be in it. Sonya's like I think it should be you. I cost you a title shot a couple uh, months ago. And then the next week on Raw, it was a tag team or on SmackDown, it was a tag team match and Sonya jumped in front of some sort of move to take so that Mandy could pin or mm-hmm. could get the win. A few months ago, Stephanie mentioned that they want to have an on-screen character representative of the LGBT community. I'm afraid. Enter Sonya. I'm afraid. Not because I, I'm perfectly okay with that. I think it would be great, especially if it was Sonya. I think Sonya. I think Sonya is like the best candidate for it, in my opinion. What I'm afraid of is what they're going to do with that storyline. And I think what's going to happen is Sonya, they're going to run the storyline that Sonya is in love with Mandy. And I don't like that. <laughs> I, th- I think that's just a bad storyline. But yeah, I think Sonya... Yeah, let's have, an, uh, let's have an, uh, a, a, a 
prominent on-screen representative of the community to to belittle said community. Yeah. So, yeah. Bailey, Mandy, Rose. Those are mine. Next. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Elias. You're typing Roman. It's Roman. Elias is not winning this. In fact, spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen in this match. Roman's going to start hot. Elias is then going to get on top with a cheap move. It's then going to be headlock, rest hold, headlock, rest hold, headlock, rest hold, Superman punch, spear, one, two, three, Roman wins. Mark that down. That is what's happening in that match. It's Roman. It's always Roman. Good God, if he's on every week, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> one, you leave Roman alone. Okay, I don't I don't want anyone on both shows every week, let alone Roman Reigns, who... It, and there, I have nothing wrong with the dude. It's how they book him, though. The problem with him before was that they shoved him down our throats. And if now, right when he gets back, they start shoving him down our throats again when he's on Raw and SmackDown every week. Yeah, because he's because he's a, he likable now. He's gonna get. He's gonna start getting booed real quick, real quick. If he's on every show, every week. I want to like him. I really do. But they're booking him terribly. Hey, you want to know what I'm about to do right now? What are you going to do? You're picking Elias. Why are you picking Elias? Shock value. Shane is also there. Yep. They're setting up that feud. Shock value. I don't think they're going to have Roman lose. I don't I don't want him to lose and I don't think he will either, but I'm going I'm picking this one just off a of shock value. Ooh, cuz it just seemed cuz if they're aligning Elias with with Shane McMahon, we've t- you and I and the others have talked about this numerous times. Like Shane, ri- Shane's considered one of those guys in the back where he kind of picks people who he wants to elevate in a sense. Yeah. Enter Elias because you don't really need to. He doesn't really need to be in this feud to elevate Roman. That's fair. I personally think if there is going to be a shock moment, it will be in the one of the ladder matches. True, but you can. But I mean, this is one of their bigger pay per views. You can yes. you can you can get away with more than one shock value. That's fair. That's yeah, that's fair. Uh, we already know yours. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship. You already said Becky. Duh. I've already kind of explained. I'm also gonna go with Becky. I think it's too early to take both of the belts off of her. Um, I, yeah, that's really it. Unless unless Charlotte wrestles second. Even then, I think Becky will retain, but I think there is a good chance if they do Lacey and then Charlotte, there's a good chance that they just have Charlotte win. I really do, unfortunately. All right. The Miz versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. What do you got? It'll be a real waste of Miz to put him on the network where his show is on and all that stuff. And him getting like throttled these last few times, if they're just gonna have him just go out on his back to close his feud out, it'd be a real waste and a mega waste of what's supposed to be a a face turn for him. So, Miz. Yeah, I. I think the reason that they're doing this is because they're technically on separate brands, even though Shane is. You know, she, I, he's Omni Shane at this point. He's well, on she, both shows. I mean, if you, I mean, they're the authority, so you, they yeah. can be on both shows. We've seen Stephanie and well, Trips it's and mostly Vince. been Shane now, which I don't mind. Oh well, yeah, now that he's heel, because Stephanie's doing the ambassador stuff, and Trips has right. better. I mean, Trips is backstage. We know where Trips right. is, and Vince actually and is Vi- too. Yeah, and Vince but is Vince, so Vince he doesn't can get like, away. 
Vince doesn't like being on the on screen. He, especially at this age, he said he doesn't like being on screen. But I, yeah, I think. See, here's a. <laughs> I don't know. I think Miz has to win, but the steel cage always allows for some tomfoolery stuff to happen. Remember, I mean, obviously, crown, not crown. No, the Greatest Royal Rumble last year where Roman and Brock, you know, you can get speared through the wall, you know, you can, uh, Braun Strowman threw Kevin off the top and Kevin won, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think Miz has to win. I, I, I don't know what the end of the match is going to be. I think Shane's going to jump off of something weird. I don't know. It's A steel cage with Shane McMahon on is guaranteed a coast-to-coast maneuver. Miz could win and then... Bobby and Elias could attack him outside, put him on the table, and Shade could jump through the table and attack him like that. Feud continues. I don't know. I but I do think that they want to build Roman versus Shane for the for the next Saudi show. Super showdown. This one has a hyphen in it. That's why it's mm-hmm. different. Anyway. Uh Kofi- big here, kids. <laughs> Kofi Kingston defending his WWE Championship versus Kevin Owens. Who do you have and why? <laughs> you know this is an audio show. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's too damn soon, Kofi. Fair. Shock value. No, I'm just kidding. It's going to be <laughs> Kofi. Uh, yeah, it's too early. I do think Kevin could be the guy to take it off of him. Although I think it would be better for Kofi to hold it until Andrade cashes in on him. I but think that would be ideal. Those two could run a very <sighs> fun program. And just, the, I mean, the, the heat that he'll get. Yeah, Andrade would become a on, mega heel. From, uh, be a, yeah, a mega heel from cashing, cashing in on, in on Kofi. Kofi. After a long, hard fought with, you know, like Roman or something. SummerSlam match, Kofi versus Roman. Kofi somehow squeaks it out after a long, hard match. Andrade. Right, I was going to say Roman shows sign of respect and then in steps Andrade. <sighs> that could be good. Yeah. I, I uh, Again, I don't – I could see them giving it to Kevin. I think Kevin could be a good guy to take it off of him. I think – I don't think – I think Kofi's appeal was more in the chase than actually being the champ. So it could be a short reign for him. I just don't think it'll happen here. I think Kofi will win. They teased the Sami Zayn thing too hard. I think Sami will get incapacitated in the ladder match by Braun, and then he won't be able to come out and help. Plus, Xavier will be there. Uh, Samoa Joe defending his United States Championship versus Rey Mysterio with Dominic at ringside. This is most likely going to be whatever they had planned for WrestleMania before Rey got injured. Who do you have and why? I'm going to stick with my pick from WrestleMania, Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. They're really t- – I can see this going one of two ways. Dominic somehow helps Ray win, or I can see this being the ultimate, what seems to be the, the status quo Samoa Joe feud in the WWE. Or it goes on for four months. And it involves people's family. Samoa Joe. I don't know. Here's my thought. This could be the – I don't think this is the payoff to the feud. But what did pop into my head 
was Ray could win. And then Ray could face Bray Wyatt. What do you do with Samoa Joe? Put him in a feud with the Universal Champion. No, I think I think those I think Seth and AJ have a have a long feud coming. They could. I I the, the, you can find something for Joe. But I I don't know. I really don't know. This one's tough. I'm probably going to go with Joe because I think Joe versus Wyatt could also work. And I think it's probably I don't I I think it's safe to say after WrestleMania, I don't think too many champions are going to change hands. Although I think this one is the most likely to change hands mm-hmm. out of all four, all five of the title matches that we have, all four of the champions. I'll go with Samoa Joe. I I might change that. What am I doing? Um, I might change that, but for now I'll go Joe. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship next. Tony Nice defending against Aria Davari. What do you have in mind? Repeat what you just said about the whole title is not changing hands. Tony yeah. Nice. I don't see Tony losing in this one. Especially not. Not to Arya. Not to Arya. I I like Arya. He's not bad, but he's not going to be the cruiserweight champion. I think they're saving. I don't know who they're kind of. I don't know who they're going to build up next. I haven't been watching really. I you know people like Humberto Carrillo would be a good option, but I they're not. I don't think they're going to do it now. I really not with Arya Davari, sorry. And then the confirmed pre-show match. I wouldn't be surprised if the cruiserweight match is also on the pre-show. But right now, you know only, it's going to be on the pre-show. The only confirmed, the only confirmed pre-show match is Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos in a non-title match. Oh yeah, because it would make no sense. I mean, they had a title match two weeks ago, last week. It was last week. Because wild card. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. So, I mean. Because I mean, SmackDown's tag division ain't that deep anymore. <laughs> they had to bring the Usos over. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, you let's, let's rephrase something you said. This is the other pre-show match because you and I both know the cruiserweights are not getting on the main card. They never do. They could. Ever. They could. Not this one. Um. And second, really, really, we're going to. Incoming revival interference. Give me Daniel Bryan and Rowan. I don't think there's going to be any interference. I think Daniel and Rowan are just going to win clean. Either way, they're winning. It, it, it's I. The Raw people are going to be writing this. I think, even though they're the SmackDown Tag Team Champs, I think it's going to be the Raw writers. They don't like the Usos for whatever reason, or they just think they're a comedy act. They're a joke. You Usos know, aren't going to win let's, clean. Let's bring one of the one of the best tag teams in history over to the A show and just r- make there's them class clowns. There's something wrong with the Raw Riders. I you, Daniel and Rowan are going to win clean. I don't think any interference. I think got Daniel and Rowan, the people's not the people's the the planet's champions. Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Um, yeah, they are going to set up. If they do lose. Which they could. It would be because of a heavy machinery uh, interference. I could see that because that mm-hmm. is the feud they're setting up for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. But, yeah, I think even if it's a revival interference, I think Daniel and Rowan win. And, yeah, that concludes our Money in the Bank predictions. We have quite a bit different. I shouldn't say that. We'd, well, uh, yeah, 
Actually, I shouldn't say that at all. We have Roman and Elias different, and then all of our second, both of our second picks for the men's money in the bank. So it realistically is going to come down to Elias and Roman. Probably. Cool. That's how I like it. Anyway, before we sign off for the day, we have time to talk about All Elite Wrestling. Wednesday morning announced that it will begin airing a weekly show on Warner, Warner Media's TNT network later this year. AEW also announced that their May 25th Double or Nothing event will be held in Las Vegas and will be available both on pay-per-view and through the BR live streaming service because BR, Bleacher Report, is owned by... They're owned uh, by the Turner Broadcast yes, Network. So. Correct. So, huge, absolutely monumentally huge. Vince better be shaking in his boots right now. That's how big this is. Because that's a big network, Turner. That's a huge network. I mean, and if you think about it, ter- uh, TNT had Nitro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and you and you also just think about it. Just the NBC universe, uh, Universal uh, family of networks going up against like these this, the Turner network. That's a big. That's kind. Of, that's two big, uh, bigger broadcasting corporations going head to head and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to factor in that Fox is in on this too, and yeah, I mean, Fox already. If you're Fox, I'm looking at I'm looking at it like this: you you paid this big money to get the rights to SmackDown and all of that, because you wanted another big sports thing. Because surprise, surprise, you you, you lost the World Cup. Because I don't know if you, I don't know if you know not the I World not Cup, not the Champions League. I don't know if you know the this, Champions League. Yeah, so Fox lost the rights to the Champions League. Turner has a Champions League. That's why the games are on uh, BR Live and TNT and everything like that. So Fox wants some, wants something something big to try to make up for that lost money, for, lost Champions League revenue and everything like that. Turner's coming in hot because they have the freaking Champions League. Yep. They the NBA on the NBA on TNT is amazing. NCAA the, N, the NCAA tournament. Now you add all elite wrestling. This. I don't can't remember which one of us said it, not between you and I, but it was someone like uh in the club. Okay. But and I think they said it ironically, but then they're like, no, I, I actually like mean it. If this works out in a way for in an optimistic mindset, especially once the Fox deal kicks into WWE, we could finally be reaching a point where we are getting, or potentially entering one of the best freaking eras yeah to potentially be not only a wrestler but a professional wrestling fan we have reached an era now even for where, the wrestlers right like there's options oh yeah that's no yeah yeah that's what i said like, like it's it's a good it's a the best era to be a, a, a professional wrestler and a professional wrestler fan because of options because of star power because of notoriety you know that exposure that's the, that's the better word because of exposure money even I guarantee you, by the post SummerSlam, post SummerSlam, or even honestly post Double or Nothing, because I think BR Live is gonna have that on too. But post SummerSlam, especially you know when WWE's really starting to be like, all right, let's we gotta get ready. We're getting ready. We're on the road to the road to WrestleMania. You know that little mid, that little midway point. Man, wrestling is gonna be so much fun, and it's gonna be just an arms race to get top talent and everything. And then you're gonna have to see 
what Vince is what Vince and WWE are gonna do to try to keep their talent in in house, try to get the most out of them, put them in actual storylines to get them to want to stay and not use the money and hold it against I them. I don't know if they're going to. They, but not, they need to. We. That's the thing. We don't know. If the, you're right. We don't know if we're going to. Because Vince could just be arrogant in his ways and say, nah, we're still better. Exactly. And not change a thing. And we all know that's probably what's going to happen. But, again, in an optimistic mindset, yeah. we know All Elite is going to give it their all. We know Cody Rhodes is going to give it their all and all and all of them over there. Correct. Yeah. It's I, legitimately up to everybody over there in, in uh, Stanford, Connecticut, <sighs> in the WWE headquarters to figure out how they're going to respond to this. Because like you said, if I am Vince McMahon, I would be like, if I'm Vince McMahon, honestly, You're I'm shaking. just like, I, I'd be shaking. And then I'd be like, hey, Trips, be ready to take over quicker than XFL. You're going to have a little bit more of a say because what you're doing in NXT is working. Bring that to the main roster I now hope. and get us and have us a good footing. Minus the whole, oh, we're WWE, we're better. Like, take out name brand and everything. Have us like a good actual ratings-wise, entertainment-wise, value-wise. Get us on a good footing so when AEW finally takes off and they hit the ground running, people aren't flocking to them. We need, they need to make sure that by the time AEW is ready to go and hit, has that first broadcast on TNT, that WWE programming is on freaking point. Yeah. And, if, and if you're me, if I'm Vince, the only way you do that, you, you don't relinquish all control. But you start to at least go 60-40 or something. You need to have Trips and everyone else from NXT and, and Trips' people have start to have a little bit more of an influence. You need to legitimately just let the writers, let the continuity people do their damn jobs and not flip the script right away. Because if they go in, because if, if AEW starts and WWE's kind of like on their, where they are right now, kind of like meh, like you have, like for every good show, there's like three horrible weeks, you know? They're get, they're gonna get blown out the water, and ratings are gonna go further down, and the attention oh, yeah. span isn't gonna be there. Why? Because they're looking right at AEW because it's a shiny new toy. They need oh, to be they need to be on better footing by the time they get going. And Trips needs to Trips needs to have full or at least half control by SummerSlam if they want to do that. It won't happen, but yeah. in a perfect world, yeah, you're right. Trips needs to have a fifth as close to a 50-50 split. Before before SummerSlam, and then when Vince takes off to most likely give most of his attention to XFL, it needs to go to 70-30 trips at this point. Hopefully. With Vince having the ultimate override key if he wanted to. I don't know who said it, but I uh, it, it was one of my thoughts, and I was going to say it here. It will be, once that kicks off and once SmackDown goes to Fox, it will be one of the best wrestling eras ever. Yeah. Ever. Because of the ring talent. Yep. Because of the competition. Because of everything that's going into this, the promos are almost better. Obviously, the ring, the in-ring work is better. And now there's going to be competition that is... I'm trying to think of a nice word to say. Competent. <laughs> They're going to be good. Uh, stable. I would stable. say stable comes because... Impacts almost went under about a billion times in the last because 10 years. Because they tried to go on Monday nights. Do you remember that? Yep. They tried to go on Monday nights and go head-to-head, and their viewership almost dropped to zero. And they realized everyone who was watching was only watching because WWE wasn't on. <laughs> it was terrible an idea. But th- that's not going to happen. AEW is not going to go Monday night. No. I don't think – they're not going to start a new war. What's going to happen is they're going to have Monday Night Raw, and there's going to be Friday Night SmackDown. Oh, so they are moving it to Friday night. Most likely. And it is staying two hours. 
Yep, that, that has been confirmed. Fantastic. That's going to be great. I am firmly in the belief that AEW is going to be Tuesday Night Dynamite. Fantastic name, by the way. Um, they did file for a copyright for that name. Tuesday, it's not, night, Tuesday night Dynamite. Tuesday Night Dy- Dynamite. Fantastic name. It's not guaranteed. They're, they're, they're Warner and no one has no one has confirmed it's Tuesday night yet. We don't even know when it actually starts. But that's what I think is going to happen, and that's going to be perfect. It's going to be a lot of the same of imp- what Impact kind of had is going to be that carryover from the WWE audience, but I think AEW is also going to have their own loyal audience, especially at the beginning. There's so much hype behind this because of All In, because of now Double or Nothing, and because of their Being the Elite uh, YouTube series. There's there's such a big following already that there's going to be that hype, that initial shiny new toy, like you said, hype behind it at the beginning, and it's going to be huge. They're going to beat – I I really think they're going to beat Raw and SmackDown in the ratings – for the first couple weeks. Yeah. Because of that huge hype. Now, I this should, and even there's people in WWE, Matt Riddle tweeted, or put that Instagram yeah, that, post. Yeah, I saw that, like, that face when you, when you realize you're about to be in the best era of wrestling ever. Because of the competition. He literally said that, too. I hope he doesn't get in trouble for saying that, but he's right. Because ideally... I don't know if it's going to happen because Vince could be stubborn. But ideally, because of this competition and because you know what they can produce, we've seen their pay-per-view and we're going to see another one in a week. We can, we've seen what they can do. Because of this competition, WWE is going to have to step it up. And they're going to have to hope maybe Trips will have more say. Maybe the writers will have to step it up. Maybe they'll just start doing more full-time storytelling. But the, the competition aspect of this, we saw. It was fantastic for the Monday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw was fantastic throughout that era. And they're going to pick a star and elevate them. And hopefully they pick the right person. You know, it'll be a Becky Lynch and it'll be a someone else. And because they, you know, back then they picked, it was it was Rock and Stone Cold, Rock, basically. Kerrangle, Rock, I guess, Cold, was a little in there. Uh, Taker. Taker. And they're going to have to build those. Is like Cena? When Cena no, got No, Cena was wait, no, Cena was after that. My C- bad. Cena was there during the ruthless aggression era. Right. That he was, wasn't there for yeah. during the attitude era, it was Stone Cold. Yeah. Uh Michaels. Jer- Michaels, H, Jericho, Rock. DX. Like exactly. That yeah. kind of stuff. It's the the McMahons themselves, even. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna have to be huge. And if it is, as fans, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Because we're gonna have three wrestling shows a week on major television networks that are going to be good. Twice a month, we're gonna get a great pay per view, mm-hmm. and and that's not even counting uh, New Japan when they do oh. their things. That's not even taking into account New or Japan or Ring of Honor or Ring of Honor. It's going to be such a fantastic time. This might have this. Fan. This will even elevate Impact's uh, level too. You it would should because <laughs> they because they can because they are obviously the odd the odd ones out here. Yes. WWE all in. I New think Japan, a, uh, Ring of Honor. Unfortunately, Impact would be the would be odd man out. Un- and un- because of that, unfortunately, I do think this is going to damage Impact. I think eventually their talent is going to leave. Mm-hmm. Maybe not for WWE or maybe even not for All Elite. But even if they go to Ring of Honor or New Japan, I just I really think Impact's... They're going to keep some of their top guys that they're willing to pay a lot for. But I really think a lot of people are going to leave for those other four big promotions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and even as a wrestler, we, we mentioned it. As a wrestler... You now have options. If you are you, not happy in you the have, WWE, you, you have a leverage. And if you can get out, that's the thing. Once you get out, 
You don't have to go back. And if you don't want to go to WWE because you've heard of the horror stories, you don't have to go. You can go to AEW, who at this point, maybe not matching the money because of the Saudi Arabia stuff, Mm -hmm. but can give you a viable option with health care. Well, they're backed (laughs) by a freaking billionaire's kid. Yeah. I... It, it all depends. They have to be successful in the first year, and they have. And if they can continue that and get stable ratings, it's going to be. It, it's just going to be a phenomenal time to be a wrestling fan. We're going to be in the golden age of wrestling. I can't wait. I really cannot wait. I will be watching all elite wrestling when it debuts. Ditto. Hopefully, it's Tuesday Night Dynamite. Because good God, I want to say that all the time. But as of uh, as of that, that is all the time we have for today. Uh, I have to go study for another final, and I have to go watch the box. I also have to go watch the box, and uh, I don't know. Mm. Drink. <laughs> Probably. So, with that being said, tomorrow we will be talking more NBA. We will be talking about the playoffs. We will be talking about the first two games of both conference finals. We will be talking about the NBA draft lottery. And we will be talking about uh, Anthony Davis. So, with a special tomorrow. guest. Tomorrow is going to be a fun episode. I feel like tomorrow might be one of the longer ones because there's going to yes. be so many talking points. There's, it's going to be a long episode tomorrow, but I'm very excited. The Ditto. special guest, I've been waiting to get him on for a long time to talk basketball. So, with that being said, ta- Connor, take us out. Oh, man. I literally can't wait for tomorrow. First round KO. Catch us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and most of your favorite podcast streaming services. Just search first round KO in the search bar thing. Twitter, follow us at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olsen2K18. Follow myself at ConnorMore underscore seven. Follow three count review at the number three count review. Follow the Christian Yelich Twitter page. Here we go, Yelich. At Here we go, Yelich. Links in the description. Also, check out our, link, our, our merch on Redbubble. Merch. Buy our merch. Yeah. Until next time. You heard what he said about what's what's happening tomorrow. So can't wait for you to hear it while we shot the system. Stay one ish. Stay fresh, cheese bags. See you tomorrow. Got me drowning in indecision. Genie, I'm full of wishes. Still can't help with the disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust beyond belief, so catch me storming through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top.